0: This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Pope Francis has arrived in Canada at the start of a six-day official visit. As Dan Karpinchuk reports, he'll meet this week with residential school survivors and is expected to apologize for the Catholic Church's role in the schools.
1: The Pope arrived late Sunday afternoon in Edmonton, Alberta, where he was welcomed by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Governor General Mary Simon. On hand were other church, indigenous, and political dignitaries. In a message on his Twitter account, Pope Francis wrote, I hope with God's grace that my penitential pilgrimage might contribute to the journey of reconciliation already undertaken. Please accompany me with prayer. But the National Chief of the Assembly of First Nations, Roseanne Archibald, was not happy that she was not included in the official welcome.
0: And we don't feel that it has been about survivors. It has been more about the church, promoting the church's idea, fundraising for the church when they're asking people to pick up their tickets. I mean, we have to refocus on what we're really doing here, and and that's about survivors accepting or not accepting and listening to that apology from the pope
1: archibald says she's also disappointed that there were no women in leadership roles for the edmonton welcome the pope is to visit a former indian residential school south of edmonton today and is expected to deliver his first public statement in canada and he's expected to apologize to indigenous peoples for the church's role in the abuses they suffered It's estimated that about 150,000 Native children were forced to attend the residential schools across Canada from the late 1800s to the late 1900s. Thousands were physically, sexually, and emotionally abused. Many died. More than 60% of the schools were run by the Catholic Church. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk.
0: The Menominee Nation has announced a partnership with the Seminole Tribe of Florida to try again to open an off-reservation casino in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Chuck Kornbach of Station WUWM in Milwaukee reports.
2: The Menominee made the announcement just hours after a village board okayed giving a company linked to the Seminole up to two years to buy 60 acres for the casino project. This is the second collaboration for the Menominee and Seminole tribes. Seven years ago, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker blocked a casino plan. But Menominee Chairman Von Korn Sr. says his tribe is still looking for ways to support its members.
1: We have a really uh, difficult time meeting the needs of uh, the members of our tribe. And so we've always looked for ways to uh, generate additional revenue to help to meet those needs. And so that's been our um, goal for a very long time and it remains our goal yet today.
2: Korn notes that Walker, a Republican, is no longer Wisconsin governor. Democrat Tony Evers is. That would be my, um,
1: well, I can't say, point of view maybe that, you know, be more favorable.
2: The governor's office is only one of several government entities which would need to okay the casino. So would the city and county of Kenosha and Bureau of Indian Affairs. Evers says he's a long way from making a decision, but he doesn't rule out approval. I have approved casinos in the past, so it's not like I'm anti-gambling. In fact, I think the tribal nations of Wisconsin have the right to do that, and I've approved sports gambling and some other things. But Evers is in a re-election fight against Republicans this year, so the fate of the project may not be known for some time. For National Native News, I'm Chuck Quirmbach.
0: Native journalist Tim Gallego passed away Sunday in Rapid City, South Dakota. He was a co-founder of the Native American Journalists Association and started several newspapers. A GoFundMe was recently set up for Gallego, seeking assistance after he had major medical issues. His family posted on social media that he passed away peacefully, surrounded by his daughters and wife. He was 88 years old. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
1: National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the Colorado Plateau Foundation. Supporting Native-led initiatives protecting lands, waters, and cultures by building networks, community, and organizational capacity. Proposals accepted through September 1st at coloradoplateaufoundation.org. Support by Amarind, the 100% tribally owned insurance partner working with tribal governments and enterprises to provide effective commercial insurance coverage, strengthen Native American communities, protect tribal sovereignty, and help keep dollars in Indian country. Info at Amerind.com.
2: Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.